Hey, Castro, go crazy. Yeah, so we gone. Huh? Stop. We good. Stop. Chill. We on. Chill. Scale. Huh. Let's go. Let's go. Demigo. Huh. Let's go. Demigo. Take. Huh. Let's go. Huh. Set. Huh. Let's roll. Hey. Straightening. 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 Yeah. Straight. Straightening. 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 All right, welcome back. This is the Pod D Podcast. This is episode 18. This one, it was called All In. We had all five members here. Rodney had to drop technical difficulties. Uh, maybe next time you'll get the All In episode. So we'll name this podcast episode later. Uh, we're going to start off with, again, we have set topics, no random topics. So we, we're trying to stay focused. So again, we'll start off with the question of the day, which Cedric has the question of the day. Go ahead, Cedric. All right. Question of the day. You're on the Titanic. The Titanic is going down. There's three boats that you can get on to. One boat contains all kids which you have a 60% chance of making it on that boat. The next boat has all senior citizens. It's a 70% chance of making it on that boat. The last boat has people about you, people like you, our age. You have about a 98% chance of making it. What do you do if you, you got to get on those boats? So just to reset, Titanic is sinking three boats, one boat, with kids, one boat with seniors, one boat with able-bodied adults like us. Which one you get on? 60, 70, 95% chance of survival. I got a quick question. Are your are are any of your relatives on other boats? No. Just okay. just just you. No 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 relatives. I don't see the hard question. I'm on a 95% Ninety-five percent chance of the boat leaving. And you got a boat full. You got a boat full of kids. The kids and them old people are gone. I'm on the ninety-five. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the right answer. Yeah, <laughs> it do. I feel like it's a twist, and he ain't telling us. But I'm, I'm on the ninety-five percent. My job is to stay alive. At that point, no family either. It's easy. <laughs> well, well, so okay. Well, if that's that easy, because I didn't think so. What if that easy? What if you got a? What if you got one family member that rep on each boat that represents one piece of your family? That's what I was asking. Yeah, yeah let's, let's make it. Let's do that. Okay. So you got kids on one boat. One, some of your kids. You got seniors on one boat. Maybe your parents or your grandparents. Then maybe you got your wife. On the other boat, or your brother, your age, what boat you take, you got to take one. Shit, I'm trying to ride them up to we all stay together. Damn. <laughs> what boat you taking? So, I got a question. Is the boat you take the survive? Does that mean the other ones don't make it? No, you got, it's a 60% chance you jump on the one with your kids. It, a 70% chance you jump on the one with your seniors. Or it's a ninety-eight percent chance you step, you 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 survive on the one that you got with, you know, the able-bodied people like yourself, your age people. Which one are you taking? Uh, put sign me up for the ninety-eight. I'm trying to survive. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I can make it as a kid. Oh my god! <laughs> and 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 my mama and them, my daddy, they had their time. <laughs> me me alright no, you go ahead squeak I'm going to do the 98 because I believe that with collective minds if we able bodied citizens that we could try to help guide the seniors and the kids 
Which one? Like, which one they kept in first? The seniors, huh? the kids. Probably the seniors. I'm gonna have the seniors get on that first, and then I'm gonna have the kids. But what I'm saying is that if we are 98 percent chance, we're gonna try to throw a line to them to kind of, you know, we know we making it. I don't know if we can no, do that. No, no, don't, don't, don't. You can't. You can't. It's just can't a switch it. You you can't you can't mess with it. It's just it, there's three boats, and those are the chances are that they're gonna make it. Man, that's a that's a that's a, that's a hard one. Like that's. I want to see. I want to see my kid. I want to see my my parents. I want to see my wife. Man, I I think I'm, I think I'm jumping in there with my wife, and I'm praying that everybody else make it as well. You got to take the percentages. Ninety eight percent. That's what you got. So that's two for the ninety eight. What you think, Jared? Probably yeah, the ninety eight. Ninety eight. Which one would you take? I'm taking the kids where all day. <laughs> but it's sixty percent chance. They know sixty percent chance, but it's sixty percent chance. But I, I don't know, man. It's just something about even if it ain't my kids. It's just something about me being able, me being able to try to pull them kids there. It's just just something in me. I think it's a little bit more. I don't know. It just tug with me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think the seniors are okay because they've lived a, a life that is okay. And they they saw a bunch of their life. I'm thinking that I'm thinking to myself, man. These kids, you know, they got they got 60 percent chance. If I get on this boat with them, I'm gonna try to get them. I'm gonna try to get them to safety. That's so you saying you basically willing to take the bigger chance to try to make the future go? I am. I am. That's exactly what I'm saying. And I'm saying future is better with us here. So <laughs> I need to get back. You're right. That's what you're saying. You got to airy up. All right. Question of the day. Good job. That's a good question. Yeah. Very thought-provoking. Okay. Yeah, that was a good one. Let's go on to uh, – we have a couple fan questions. Hey, give me a second. Let me – Can you got, You can hear that background noise, right? The background? You can't hear it? I can't okay. hear it. I heard All right. Give me two minutes. Just in case. Two minutes. I'll just cut this part out. Okay. Mm -hmm. I saw Rodney pop in for a second again. Yeah, it looked like he he wanted to come on back. (laughs) He got some stuff to add. He wanted, yeah, he wanted to come back on. (laughs) Everybody's been waiting for this day. Hey, uh, you made a good point. You want to make that point you made about the prank? Oh, yeah. When uh, I was telling Jared, he was really a genius. The prank is what really springboarded us to get together to do this. Really? If we didn't do the prank, we didn't get on the first phone call. And then all of a sudden, we was like, well, heck, we got it. Let's give it a couple of weeks. And now look at us. I mean, well, look at y'all. I just been following from a distance. But. <clears throat> that day felt like it was delayed reaction because when Teresa did the reveal, I was still sitting up straight like, huh, uh, how you doing, Teresa? Like, it went, it didn't one ear out the other one. Right. <laughs> and I didn't comprehend what she was talking about. Like, what you mean? It's a prank. <laughs> we got the split already set. So. <laughs> man, I was like, I was like, who the hell want to buy this silly shit? Like, <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm like, man, if we got a big sucker like this, we need to, but you hear things popping off off of some crazy ideas. I know, man. Like, I'm like, man, was we really that lucky to pop off something for a name? Sure, no, so no. Like, <laughs> he like screenshot that little balance or something that Baker Merrill like, what? Like, what? <laughs> that shit was good, man. Man, you know John Crafty, man. He probably sitting over there. Oh man, I was like, this who want this silly shit? Who I had that? that damn money spent. I ain't on the front. <laughs> he was already money spent. He was sitting there telling his wife, hey, we got these bills paid. We straight. Well, I'm like, hey. Yeah. I, I was feeling guilty. I was like, man, I felt like I ain't put enough in to deserve no money. Well, you know, I think either you, Rodney, either you or Rodney, we all echo. 
the same sentiment, uh, Jared deserves the biggest line share. You know what I'm saying? Because he 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 got the work in, but he counted with it was huge out there. I'm like, nah, <laughs> you you put he was trying power. to stay out of he was trying to keep his prank going. So yeah. he not say nothing. <laughs> shit, I was serious with that shit because I heard a bust <laughs> before. So I was like, hey, good check. I said, I'm like, okay, here we go. Okay. Uh, just a little FYI. Y'all ever get to Atlanta, y'all got to come holler at your boy if y'all ever travel to Atlanta or whatever, you know? We got we got a spot. We got plenty of room. Just, just holler at me. We got you. Yeah. And you got to come see our nephew play. He liked it and everything. Definitely. Like, if I showed you a picture of him, he, he getting liked it. He got, he getting high school. Right now, he in the eighth grade. High school coaches is like looking for him. Right now. And that's in every sport. Okay. His baseball coach told me, he said, right now, he is a college, a D1 college level pitcher. Right now. Wow. It's crazy. It's crazy. I always think about you was dunking in the eighth grade, wasn't you, Squeak? Nah, that that's a rumor. <laughs> I was touching. Yeah, the rim. I, what did you say? I was touching the rim. Yeah. I never put I never put it together. I could grip a ball, I could touch the rim, but I never put it together. Okay, here we go. Okay. Um, it's gonna sound corny, but this is just me trying to restart it so I can have a point to cut it. Okay. Okay. So, yes, that was a good um, deep thought question this week. Let's move on to topic number two. We have a couple fans. We have a couple fan questions. So just let me read these questions. And these uh, fans of ours just want to want to get our take on what we would do uh, in these um, different situations. Mm -hmm. So I think they, they like your deep thought question uh, segment. They just want to add on to it. So this is from someone named Melissa. Okay, so here's a question. If you hit a car in the parking lot and you dent the car, do you stay and report it or do you drive off if no one has seen you? Me? Me? I I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, just, I'm probably just corny like that, but I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll probably leave a note. I, I would pro I probably just too much to lose right now in this whole in, in life. Just to, that's just bad karma. I think I I think I'll leave a note. I'll let I'll, I'll alert somebody. Me personally. Hughes, what you think? The old version of me, I'm pulling <laughs> off. <laughs> you got shit to lose. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave a note. I'm gonna leave a note. I don't want that. That 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 comeback is is vicious, you know. That's me. And what you got? Yeah, it's tough. I ain't gonna lie to you. The old version and the new version probably burning out. <laughs> unless I'm unless, and now if it's a small thing, I'm out. If it's something big, noticeable, I'll leave it up. But if it's just a little boo boo, little little. Love tap that just chalked that one up to the game. I'm, yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> but, if it, but if I mess they stuff up, then I'll leave it out. Uh, because I would want them to do the same. Like if I come, they come out and they bump on the ground or something, then I would have left a note. Then, like, they here go my telephone number, call me, and then we get go through insurance and get your stuff taken care of. Right, that's the right answer. Stand up, answer. Yeah, <clears throat> all right. I uh, hope you like that answer, Melissa. Melissa M. This is from somebody named Chris Mix. I think they listened to our last episode. This this kind of came up in the last episode. Okay, so this question, we are Tom Brady. Do you keep playing another year and risk losing your family? Uh, or do you stay retired from the game you love clearly more than your kids and wife? That was my question. <laughs> I go first on this one. You gotta let that game go, bro. Simple. It ain't 
And if your wife gave you that ultimatum saying you didn't go and play 20 years, I need you home with the kids. At what point do you not be selfish and you just gotta be like, you know what? I done did it for 20 years. I'm gonna have to let that part of me go and start to transition to your next part of life. I'm not about to lose my wife and my what two, three kids, all that over six months of playing football. It ain't worth it. Agree. What's your answer, Sid? Uh, I'm 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 pretty much I'm pretty much in agreement with that. You know, especially especially with the success he has had. If he wasn't a, if he wasn't super successful, or if he was at a different level of his career, I would, I would probably be on the other side of that. But since he's had so much success, it really just seems selfish at this point. He's won Super Bowls. He's done, he's done all you could do as a quarterback, as a leader in the NFL. It's just, it's just time. Um, but on the other side of that, though, on the other side of that is if he hadn't been accomplished enough, or if it was still a really means for him to make money. So, uh, substantial money, I would probably lean the other way, but in his specific what, case, I would say he's he's good to do it. Do you think? See, the a backstory <laughs> is his wife Giselle took a back seat. She was more, she was had more money than him at True. the beginning. So True. when do you grow up and be like, you know what, I can't keep doing this? And then what is he chasing? Is he chasing fame? Paper. I mean, what? What's the? What are you playing for? But on the other token, though, on the other token of that, though, think about this. Just another playing devil's advocate. You knew what I. You knew what I was on when we started this. I told you, hey, I, I'm gonna do this until I can't do it no more. Because I'm sure they've had that conversation, but you know. The See, that's the part that we have that the, the if let's just say they gave uh, you got 15 years and now you're done, 15 years came up and he still added five more. I, I, I agree, but the only thing I'm saying is if the agreement was you know what I do, I'm going to do it until I don't want to do it no more. We don't know if that you don't. We don't know if all of a sudden change because of his success. Oh no, you've been successful at it. You can stop now. No, that ain't that wasn't our agreement. Our agreement was I'm gonna do this until I can't do it anymore. So that's just playing devil advocate, though. Yeah, I kind of agree with you all earlier in a sense that it's a, it's a selfish act because there's another job. Line, line, waiting for him as a as a broadcaster that would mm-hmm. pay him decent money. That where he probably, maybe he would be away from his his family the same amount of time. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you can't get those years back from watching your kids grow up. You know what I'm saying? And, and not being there for them and stuff like that. You know, it's not like he 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 was playing for free. You know what I'm saying? You you have the accolades, you have the money. You just have to, you know, kill your ego and put your family first. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let me ask a question. Go ahead. Let's say he came back, right? And they had problems, but he thought maybe she'll stick around for one more season. And they're they're having the season that they're having now, two and five, whatever the record is. Mm -hmm. If you were him, would you be able to quit mid-season to save your uh, marriage? I would try. You would quit mid-season? I would try. Like. A big ass mansion as a man, a big ass mansion by your house. I mean, by yourself, you know, like I know Brady got a different type of, uh, he's a, he got a different type of range of women that he could probably attract, but the average man that's probably successful, that's not known with that thing. You got a mud, you got that mansion like that. And you don't have like your significant other in that mansion. That's like a sign of, of, of actual like failure. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to see what it's like to be in this big, nice mansion. And you in the bed by yourself. I ain't gonna, uh, we grow up always saying, you start it, you finish it. Mm-hmm. If we're going to do it, 
we're gonna have to wait that six months until either the season over. I'm not quitting in mid-season. Cause it's gonna be the same situation after game eight than would it be in February when the season over. So I'm gonna go and I already went down that aisle. I'm gonna finish it up. And then in February, then that's when I gotta make my decision on if I'm done playing or not. Not in the middle. Once you commit to the season, it's more than just about you. It's about them other 53 players that did everything. I mean, that's, that kind of karma, I'm not trying to put all that on me like that. I'm going to go on the finish. But yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Ant. That's that's like now you committed to 53 more players. So I would never quit on my team. If, you know, you, you signed up, you there. Can't quit on the rest of the guys. I mean, no matter how bad the season going, that's just a quitter. So no, I agree with that. But keep in mind, he did quit, like, uh, in training camp. You know, he took a break. He came back, but he wasn't injured. But I think that was all, I think that was all having to do with the whole marital kind of situation. Away from the team, right? And, and to me, that's, that's when I felt like he probably should have walked away. Because if he would have walked away, that would have been. But once the season starts, you end off for 17. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, he is committed to the other guys. And yeah, that's not like you can't do that. They not gonna help you when you at home by yourself crying. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you still that. Like, but they, when you in that big ass, you in that big ass king size bed, it's cold as hell in this house. You lonely, man. They not gonna help you. You don't want no help. You know what I'm saying? Then you shouldn't have started it though, man. If, if you had the opportunity. Before the season starts, let it go and say, I'm going to save my marriage. Once you say you sign up for week one and all that, then you, you commit it. But, but I honestly think he's at the cap of his career. But step back and think about this, though, man. At the end of the day, and let, you know, you hate to see a marriage in. You hate to see a marriage in. And, you know, the kids will be fine. You know, it's, it's always better to have a two-parent household. But the kids, of course, Financially, it'll be taken care of. But you are Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? You are Tom Brady at the end of the day. Single, millionaire, quarterback, GOAT, can get any job you want. I mean, you could be in you could be in worse situations, man. Yeah, you can. You could be in worse situations, man. You know, some people only get to fall in love with just a few people. You can date, mm-hmm. you can get as many women, but when you're talking about somebody that has your heart, that has True. your best your, your best interest, you know what I'm saying? You're not gonna find that many women when you you when you well established that will be pure with you. So when you have a beautiful super supermodel, you have to be able to 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 figure out if you're okay, you know, being with Kanye going through what Kanye went through, you know, with Pete Davidson but, and stuff. Believe it or not. To me, that shows the immaturity that he had, that everybody has to evolve. We all evolved, you know. As we got older, we can't be up all night and said how I was playing Madden, trying to figure <laughs> out what we about to do. We got, we all got family. We got, you know, we got to do different things. And mm-hmm. Brady, you're 49. It's time to start transitioning to the next part of your life. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Good answers. I also think she could have just waited one more. Give him. But she don't know how many times she did. I'm saying. How many I times think, he pulled that? If I think it was back in New England, three, four years ago. Then he had to do one with our Belichick. And it's like, she probably looking at him like, man, you ain't never going to stop playing. That's true. Yeah, you make a good point. This might be trip number three or four, you know, down the same road. She, yeah, it's like, okay, after. The one Super Bowl after he left New England, that was supposed to be it. He did it again. Did it again. Like, bro, what you doing? You know, it was clear, you know, back in the back in the in the days, it was clear she was always it always some some things surfaced about. She was always kind of scared about him getting hit, about mm-hmm. him taking all that punishment, about when they start talking about them concussions and CTE. Uh hurt it came up back then. That she, you know, she was on record saying she was worried about him. She didn't want him to play. So, it, you, right, you guys probably right. It, it probably surfaced a while ago. He probably just been trying to extend it as long as he can. But, but the lady, 
definitely had his back. So, like you said, Hughes, you, that's that's tough to find. Some she had his back because so. it's, it. I look at it like if he was a boxer, he would never be able to forgive himself if if, if he gets seriously injured next week. Mm-hmm. It, everybody would be like, "Man, it wasn't worth. You should have been walked away." Because you you had the money, you you got all the stats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you trying yeah. to prove? It ain't it ain't like adding another Super Bowl ring would make you whatever. We see what you are. You know what I'm saying? You one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You know you're not really proving anything this year or either next year on the football field. You're not proving anything. Yeah. You know what I really think? I think he was trying to pull her card. She told him, if you play, I'm going to divorce you. And I think after this season, they he retired, they get back together. But this is just, he trying to pull her card like, you won't divorce me. And she did. So she going, they going through the motion of the divorce. Who's to say after next year he retired and then they get back together? Or they still ain't really together. They still probably together. No, I don't know. Like like yesterday, I said yesterday divorce is final. Like it's no, final. no, no. They divorce, but that don't mean that they still ain't together. That's tricky, man. Like <laughs> the, the you know, boy, you know how it is to divorce, but we still spending all our time together because of the kids or whatever. And then they see, you know, we like get my, get back married again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it may be. She told him that's what she was going to do, and he tried to call her bluff, and she went on ahead and did it. All right. Let's go on to our boxing talk segment. So I have a video uh, I want to play for you guys before we get into it. Okay. But I I have a feeling we're just going to be talking about two boxers, Errol Spence Jr. and uh, Terrence Crawford. So this week, Terrence Crawford released an Instagram Live video where he gave his version of how the, the negotiations went with um, Terrence Crawford. I'm, I'm sorry, with Earl Spence. So give me a second. Let me get this going. Howdy. About to get ready to go live. Can you guys hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me skip around a little. I would say, and I'll hammer them about May. Right after his fight, you know, um, just going back and forth, you know, they sent me a proposal with the interest of a Spence and Crawford fight. Uh, and, you know, we going back and back, back and forth, back and forth, you know. I was a good dude, man. I was a, you know, charming guy, you know. He's a, he's a cool dude, you know. Buying, the, buying, I mean, still in the fight. <clears throat> they got the fire sticks. He laughed. He like, man, I got a fire stick too. I'm like, see? I'm like, man, ain't nobody really buying, you know what I mean, pay-per-views no more. I said, man, we get this upfront money, and we good. It's a no-brainer. You know what I mean? But one thing about me and the, well, the different, I would say the difference between me and the difference between Spence is, I'm really my own boss now, and he's not. He got to go through Al. He got to go through, you know what I mean, his team and act stand on, on yourself. Why you want to put a cap on yourself? I'm like, well, that's not putting a cap on myself. If this company is taking a risk, then, you know, risk, high risk. He paused it right there. What he's saying, what I skipped over is uh, Crawford said he called Spence. He said he had a deal for $25 million a piece. I'm sorry, a piece for um, for Spence and Crawford from some hedge fund. They were going to put up $50 million basically for them to split 50-50 to put the fight on. He, so he said he called Spence, uh, told Spence about the deal. Spence basically said, no, I'm, I'm good with um, Al Heyman. Let's just sign this contract and, you know, go from there. So give me a second, fellas. So, Hughes, I know you saw that whole video. So, again, it's just basically Crawford giving his account of why the fight didn't get made. What's your take on that video? Do you believe him? 
so let me let me go back to what you said. So when he calls Spence about the twenty five million apiece from for each fighter, Spence questioned him and said, "What about the back end?" Mm-hmm. And then he asked him, "Who's the money coming from?" And Crawford couldn't answer those two questions. One reason, as as a as a business owner, you want to answer that question because all all money is not good money. If you take some money from from a cartel or some illegal money that they're trying to make uh, legit, and if you get raided by that, they're going to open up your entire books of your company. So you want to you want to be transparent. The reason uh, Al Heyman was 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 telling Terrence Crawford, why would you put a cap? on this fight is because 25 plus 25 is 50 million total, right? And what Al Heyman is trying to say, this fight is more than than 50 million, you know? And so Terrence just looking at the upfront money. Like we all working people, 25 million, I take 25 million, but I'm not a professional boxer and I'm not a businessman that, that, that put on a fight like Floyd and um, Pacquiao and how much money they both walked around. They they walked away with and, and stuff like that. So Terrence is trying to be a businessman. There's nothing wrong with that. But what you want to do as a businessman is surround yourself with other uh, professional people that can help you make a sound decision. You don't step out in the um, you don't step out in that lane if you're never if you never done that before. You know what I'm saying? You get somebody to negotiate for you. And what I was expecting from this video was what Mike Coppinger from ESPN said, that the reason this deal didn't go through was because Terrence really wanted to fight this year and they were forcing him to, into a deal that that uh, he had already signed. But when he did that video, he didn't echo any of those sentiments. You know, I would have I preferred him just do the video and said, listen, I tried to make the fight. The money wasn't right. It is what it is. And just leave it, just leave it like that. You know, anybody can understand that, that, you know, you're not going in a ring to risk your life for for nothing. You know what I'm saying? And so when he went on to try to explain different things, he was contradicting himself. He was like, with, with Mike Coppinger, he was like, he did the negotiations and Earl Spence was nowhere to be found. And you just heard him say that when he got an offer of $50 million, he called Earl Spence. So that's a that's a contradiction right right then and there. You know what I'm saying? What's the contradiction? I'm missing it. What, what's the, the contradiction? The contradiction is that he said during the negotiation, Earl Smith was nowhere to be found. He oh, and then he said he called him. Yeah, yeah. And then he just said he called him. So he was lying throughout this entire video. And I'm like, damn, man, why you, why you make yourself look bad like that? You know, but if you're not paying attention, everything he sounds like he's saying, like you're talking to working class people, we're hearing numbers of 25 million, uh, 10 million. That's good money to us. Nobody on this car gonna go deny that. Go ahead, Ant. I was just gonna, I don't understand if he's saying he'd do it for twenty five million. Why didn't they just cash him his twenty five million and then let them work the back end and get what they get? Well, the reason being is because Al Heyman has a relationship with uh, Earl Spence and Showtime and Fox, so they are really actually like the people that's gonna fund this actual fight so if you bring in a third source vendor they're going to want their cut and they don't want to share the no, no no he's no he's saying he said why come they didn't match the offer just give him oh. 25 so the other people saying why you put a cap on right Sorry. i'm gonna bet on we're gonna bet on ourselves i'm gonna give you your 25 million and then i just keep everything else well i i think i think one of the reasons to answer that i don't know al Heyman, i don't know terrence crawford I mean, but like, that makes the most sense. If, if one side think it's worth way more, and you just say, "Hey, I just want twenty five million, and I'm good." All right, I give you your twenty five million, and then I so now I'm minus twenty five million, and but I'm gonna take everything. So if I promote this thing and we get a hundred million, hey, that's your loss. You wanted twenty five million. You got what you wanted, and I got what I want. I don't. I don't think. Um, I don't think Terrence Crawford know how to ne- negotiate. You know, like if you go to a court and you have to go up with a lawyer, and he keeps saying that you know certain things were not offered to him. 
if you don't know how to 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 ask those things, nobody's gonna tell you that. If you don't know how to, you only get what you negotiate. Excuse that's me. that's my feeling about it. You repeating that YouTube shit, man. He nah, just made listen. a good point. I didn't think about. Huh? He just made an excellent point. I didn't think about. I, I'm I'm telling you that when, when I was listening to him. Go ahead. So if you want to make the fight, what two things gotta happen? What do you want? Can I get you that? What do you want? Can I get right. you that? Y'all ain't said nothing. Twenty. If for him saying he want twenty five million, that's easy. Okay, twenty five million. Here you go. I agree. No, I, I mean, I, if I, I'm I, the other side, if you really, that's what Mayweather do. That's how Mayweather get all his fights. He be like, I'm gonna offer you so much money up front, but I'm taking everything else. So, that's, what May, that's what Mayweather does. So he said, I'm going to give you 50 million Pacquiao. I don't know what the number was, but mm-hmm. I'm going to gross everything else and I'm going to make over 100 million. So let me ask you this. So if you start negotiating in May of this year, and here it is, October of this year, and you came into the negotiation saying, I want 50-50. And I want upfront money. How long do you continue to negotiate? And you walked away saying that you would take 65-35 split. And you taking the, the Lord, you turns Crawford. How long do you continue that conversation? Because if, if you came in saying that you want 50% and some upfront money, and the answer is no, 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 no. What are we talking about? So the question. Go ahead. To me, the question is, whoever think that they can put uh, Abram or whatever his name is uh-huh. how much do he think the fight is worth find the other person's buyout number how much do I got to give you to fight period that's all I want to know that's and I, I give you that money Hughes, that's all I was saying it just seems like funny business on Heyman's part on Spurs' uh, part well it, but you know is it? I know you guys talk about how Heyman is kind of crooked. How he just kind of crooked up the game. I ain't, I ain't said that. That's jerk. Allegedly, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Allegedly, Allegedly. somebody done crooked it up the game. So, um, but that's a really simple solution. But I guess y'all would know. Is that what Bud's saying? Is he just saying twenty five would have made the fight happen? Because that's, that's kind of that's kind of what he's saying. Twenty five would have made the fight happen. That's what he said. Twenty-five would have made the fight happen. That seemed like first twenty-five. Twenty-five and no backing number for somebody. You know, would they would they get? They'll get fifty million, right? They get fifty million. They'll probably bring in fifty million, wouldn't it? At least. But but you got to understand this though. If 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 you send that company to Al Heyman, right? He's gonna take his cut from both fighters. They're not walking away with twenty-five million once he charged them out of that. Out of the twenty-five, his percent, right? No, that, no, that's the part. He getting twenty-five million. Ah, uh, Heyman, you keep everything else. You do whatever, what you want. You take your fighter and you do what you need to do. Is that what you're saying? The other yeah. fighter is twenty-five. Twenty-five yeah, so. with his team. I guess it's a different take. I haven't heard this take yet. It's a good what take. No one has said this. No, no. Okay, with this. There's like you said, people have Spence. Spence fans have Spence back. Crawford fans have Crawford's back, but nobody is looking at it like both sides and trying to figure out where the truth yeah. is. Right, people just yeah. say Spence is right, Crawford is right. That's a good point. If Crawford said, "All I need is twenty-five, you keep the back end, keep all that shit, just give me twenty-five. Why wouldn't they just give him the twenty-five? Make the fight. But 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 go back to what you just said, Jared. Remember when it was reported to ESPN, he said he took, he was going to get fucked in the deal, and he took a 65-35 split with him taking 35%, no guarantee. Mm-hmm. Remember he said that, right? Mm-hmm. And so originally it was reported that the fight did not take place because, what, what was his answer? He said the fight did not take place because they were dragging their feet. Because of the but expenses. The video, he never said any of that. On this video, he never said any of that. He said he signed all the agreements. So you came in with with twenty five million, and then you your final negotiation was that you got a thirty five percent 
with no guarantee. I thought, and yeah, you I thought, did the negotiation. I thought his big hang up was he didn't know he did he wanted to know what expenses was. I thought that okay. was a big hang up. He wanted to know. He wanted transparency. He wanted transparency. Okay. Hold on one second. You know, he never said that. That came from Coppinger. Okay. Well, he he told Coppinger because Coppinger didn't get it out the air. He that's why he never did no interview. He he's been feeding that information to Mike Coppinger. Remember, Mike Coppinger said the fight was <laughs> take place September, October, and November, per Crawford's report. But Crawford so, never went on re record saying any of that. So, okay, well that that makes because it seems like now Bud could be stalling because okay, you telling me. You want to see transparency, or you telling me that <laughs> you happy you said that? <laughs> what you telling me? Because you can't have both. You want twenty five to make the fight? Let's do the twenty five. Hold on, hold on, hold right. on. He just said Crawford told Coppinger. Coppinger is an ESPN reporter, boxing right, reporter. Right. He was breaking all the news or whatever. We don't know what Crawford told him. It, it wasn't a quote in the article. We just we just assuming it. Gotcha. Okay. But on a video, what Crawford did say is that he did agree to everything. He just said he never signed. So he said he wanted transparency, right? So how can I show you what the fight generated We, if you haven't even signed anything and we don't have a fight? No, you have to agree to show me all this stuff. So that's yeah. part of the Muhammad Ali Act, that every fighter gets, the, gets that transparency. What he was really trying to do was open up PBC books. Mm -hmm. that's a that. difference that's a that's a big difference of trying to open up their books versus i want to know how much you spend it and how much i'm he making play. that's he different play. he playing a different game he, he ain't is. really trying to make the fight he he is and that, See, that's, that's all i'm trying so, to... so you really got down to these cats ain't really trying to fight nah he trying to expose them he's trying to expose old boy yeah and get his paper so that's really what. So really, what it is, he's trying to expose. And this is just somebody that don't even. I don't even know who the two cats is. Mm -hmm. That's my first time ever seeing this dude in my life. Because, but I'm just thinking of it as they just trying to expose. They really not trying to fight. So Jared, what I want you to really pay attention to is is to understand this. He's he negotiated with three with three people. He had a ten million dollar offer. He had the $50 million offer and he was negotiating with PBC. You don't see, we don't know that. The people that gave that. him the people that he gave him 10 that. could have been the same people that no, he said he had two offers. He didn't say one was 10, one was 50. He said he had two offers. So the I'm a, I, okay, you're right. So I assume that the last offer was the one he took. We don't know that. The, the, no, I don't. It could but have I been do. 25 for Spence. No spends, then we'll give you ten. It could be the same company. But I just, I just wanted to point out that he was negotiating with outside sources That's while true. he was supposed to be negotiating with PPC. We don't know that either. Man, he said that, Jared. Hold on one second. It could have been eight months negotiating with the PBC, and then this other company called. It, it doesn't have to be eight months with three companies. I just found that to be a lie, in the sense that you're a fighter. And and people are reaching out to you. You know what I'm saying? You're you're an actual fighter and people are, are reaching out to you, not your your representative to, to put a deal together. I mean, that would be me. Like if I had the money, I would say if I had 50 million and I know I'm gonna make a lot more, I would have floated the idea to him. That's just an investor trying to make some money. But you can't take you can't take and you can't if I ask you. If you if you bring that offer to me and I say, what about the back end? And you can't give me an answer. And I say, well, who who's in charge of the head fund? And you like, well, we can't talk about it on the phone. Let's meet in person. That doesn't mean it's shady. That that could just be he didn't want to uh get sidestepped. Like if mm -hmm. I like give him the your plug. You don't give somebody your plug. Yeah. So hold on. So if I ask you, if, if I ask you who who's sending the money and, and you like, I, I can't tell you that. But you want right. me to say yes. You say said sending the money. Then you don't need me no more. You just go straight okay. to paper. Yeah. He's gonna find out where the money's coming from. It's not like he's gonna sign a blank sheet of paper. Right. So it's not totally shady because he didn't want to tell him. 
you know, he probably just wanted to meet with him. Hey, and gets, you know, get Spencer to say, yes, I'm interested. What's the next step? I would, I would personally think that if you were already dealing with Al Heyman and you have an offer, you could put that meeting together. Yourself. I ain't going to lie to you. On a separate note, that's why I stopped watching boxing. It's too hard <laughs> to get a fight. <laughs> this is what um, Stephen A. You got to go through. Motors in the way. You got to go through all this rigmarole. MMA, them cats would have been fighting two months ago. Yeah. And on to the second and the third. I mean, it's just the fight that people want to see. Pacquiao was five years too late. I'm just saying, it's just like, I can't deal with boxing only because of the the fight people want to see. They tease you, they cancel, it never happened. And both of them going to get to 36, 37-year-olds trying to fight this fight. And then it's like, I wanted to see y'all five years ago, not when y'all both 30 plus. And it's nothing. That's the exact pace they on to, too, man. That's the exact pace. Let me pass y'all in Mayweather all over again. Five years too late. Let me add this little part to it. So the theme of the video was about Earl Spence is not his own boss and Terrence, Terrence Crawford is his boss. And I didn't expect to hear that theme through that video at all. But what he really broke down was he was trying to sell this new opponent that nobody even wanted to see. And that guy that he's getting ready to fight had a fight schedule for November the 19th of this month. So you took a guy who was already, who was not even available. The BLK Prime people had to pay that guy's promoter to break that fight. Here is a dude that's probably not even... I mean, he's in there. He's in our division, and, and he may be ranked, maybe like let's say eight or, or, or number ten or something like that. He's definitely not a quality opponent, of, of my opinion. You know, and he's like, I'm my own boss. But when he was bringing up the other undefeated young guys that's in the division, he was like, their name never came up. And my question is, if you a boss, you bring their name up. If that, if you, if you're claiming you're the best in the world, I can't get Earl Spence because you saying Earl Spence ducking you. You go to the other young guys that are are available, you know what I'm saying? But you went and got somebody and pulled them out of a fight that's over from the UK, and that's who you're trying to sell. This is a good fight. This is tough. Man. He's still trying to keep that Spence fight. He knows Spence is the money fight, so he can't afford no loss. That's what that is. Give me an example. I don't ever think that. Give give us an example of who he could have who he could have fought instead, like who he could fight instead. Cause I know he, like he fought poor. Like who, who could he fought instead? Keith Thurman. He could, he could fight Keith Thurman. He could fight Gerard in his boots. That's, that's out of Philadelphia. He could fight Ortiz. He needs a, a tune up fight, man. He's not going to fight. He does not need no tune up fight, man. That's, that's his, that's his <laughs> bad that he waited. Listen. So he was out of his contract, uh, November of 2021. That's when he became a free agent, right? So he had the WBO belt all this time. This cat hasn't fought since. So boxing fans, we thinking that, okay, well, since he out his contract, this is going to be an easy fight to make between him and Al Heyman because you don't have the two promoters. But that turned around to be what, what killed the actual fight because Terrence Crawford needs somebody to negotiate for him. Hang on one second. Not, go ahead. Let me ask a question. And you, you're, right, you're right about that point. Everybody thought it was going to be an easy fight. He got rid, got rid of Bob Arum. Do you think it's easy for Crawford to take no guarantee, 65-35 split? You don't get to see the expenses. Just show up and fight, and we'll give you a check at the end. Do you think that's easy for him to, to take? That's an easy fight to make under, so under those it's terms. A, it's, a, it's a big money fight. You rarely hear about two top two top-notch fighters having no guarantee but if i'm betting on myself like this dude has said in several interviews if you believe in yourself it ain't about the money so if i'm taking his words and using his words against him you sign that line. Me, i wouldn't me, do it though let me cut you off for one okay uh one second let me add this in we, we keep we skipping over this i don't know why this hasn't come up the, with all the news about the pbc being in money trouble 
getting sued by their investors, losing $500 million in the first three years. Fighters saying that they have been guaranteed a million dollars for a fight. At the end of the fight, they get paid seven hundred, six hundred thousand. Um, the PBC says, sorry, the fight didn't sell, but you have a contracted guarantee and you're shorting fighters. Adrian Broner leaves the PBC, tells it all, starts talking about how the PBC is, is um, sketchy. Now, just add that into the mix with 65-35 split, no guarantee, you don't get to see the expenses, and I keep getting the Paul brothers mixed up. I think it's Logan Paul fought Mayweather last year. He still hasn't gotten paid. Now, add that all into the mix. Is that an easy fight to make? And, you know, this is not for, just for Hughes. This is for everybody. All those factors. Is it? Would you think that would, you know, be easy, you know, to sign with them? That's why he said the upfront money. That's why I said to me, it's easy because I'm saying, pick my number. I want the upfront money. And then that's it. I don't care about the back end. I don't care about 60-40. None of that. When I get done fighting, this is what I come away with. And then that's it. I'm wrong. I'm wrong with that. Because they are sh- because of all this shenanigans, I need my money up front. And that, that's an interesting point, Ant, because you take what they were offering you and you use that as a counteroffer to PPC. There's no, no way I'm, you get me to I'm not fooling with PBC, no. man. They not paying people. They got money. They not paying people. He just said, box, uh, 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 the dude's still waiting on this money. No, nah, I'm not playing. Give me my money up front. Here go my number. I'll meet you in the ring after I get my paper. So the thing, is, so the thing I'm thinking of is that he, he never had, he would have had a, a fight that'll make this kind of money. In the first place, that's 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 number one. That's right. This new this is new money to him. Any way you chop it up, I'm I'm on the side of he didn't want to make a fight. I, I am because this is money that he he would have never seen. Okay, it didn't do what they thought it was gonna do. It still made net him fifteen sixteen million. That's money which it should have did more, but it's it's still money wealth wealth building life-changing money that he hadn't seen in any fight. He could fight his next five fights and wouldn't make the money that this fight would make for him. So, make the fight. Said you stop right there. You hold that thing. Now, just listen to this. Mm -hmm. You said he could have made 15-16 easy fighting the toughest fighter he can fight in the world. Do we agree with that, uh, Hughes? That's the toughest fight. Spence is probably the favorite to beat Crawford. No, he's not. You don't think Spence is the favorite? No. the favorite, right? No. Okay. Crawford is. Okay, table that. We're going to get to who's the favorite. But Cedric, back to your point. He's trying to negotiate with the PBC. It's, it's not going right. It's falling through. They don't want to show him. We, we went all, all, through all the factors already. And then this second company shows up and says, we'll give you $10 million to fight this bomb. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you take that 10 Or I'm do you a- keep playing around with this 15 16 maybe money? I'm gonna take that ten. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the ten if that because that's still a big a big fight for me. You know what I mean? He made ten a fight. That's so, all I'm saying. He was just. I'm gonna take that ten. So take let me let me add let me let me sprinkle something in here. So to go back to what Jared said about uh, the the bad rip that uh, PBC has right about not paying fighters and, and things like that right. So BLK Prime comes out of nowhere and say, we'll pay you $10 million, then we're going to get the back in. Here you got a company that ain't never did that before. So what you fear in PBC, you may be running to with BLK. We don't know if he's not getting the back end. We don't We don't even know if, if he getting $10 million. We kind of do, because Aram came out and said the guy he's fighting already got paid. That's Frank Warren. That's Frank Warren, the promoter of the guy that he's already fighting. So that's a so that's how you know that was a big old lie because that guy was already scheduled to fight. No, he said um, Avanesian, if I'm saying it right, already got that's, his that's, check. That's, that's his name. That's his name. That's that's somebody. That's somebody they couldn't have guaranteed to fight him if they broke their contract like that. So well, we're gonna so give you ten million dollars. We're gonna give you ten million dollars, and we we got an opponent 
that we're contacting his 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 promoter that we 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 already got what they pay both fighters. So you have to break that fight just to give Terrence Crawford ten million dollars. So you probably that company probably out of twelve million dollars if everything is correct. My phone gonna die. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, no, just you know. One more point, and then we can kind of wrap it up, guys. Okay. We're closing in on the hour. We have to make some assumptions about things being true in this situation. They signed Adrian Broner. He hasn't complained. You have to assume he got some of his money up front. Bob Arum, who has nothing to do with this, said Avenesian got his money up front. Crawford is not complaining. You have to assume he either got that $10 million up front or he got a deposit on it. So... We can't just say we don't think he got it. He got he got something. He wouldn't walk away from Spence Crawford to fight on BLK Prime again for no money up front. It doesn't make sense. I don't think he wanted to fight me personally. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was a good good take, Cedric. You still okay? You froze up for a second. All uh, right. No. Let's go. Let's go back. Who's the favorite, Spence or Crawford? I thought you would have said Spence all day. Well, I'm rolling with Spence, but every everybody from the the veterans in, in ESPN side, they have Spence's. They have Crawford as the favorite. Really? That's, yeah, that's... he's he's like he's like the pound for pound number one fighter. So there's no way you can have a pound for pound number one fighter as an underdog in the fight. He's like the mm-hmm. pound for pound. He's the number one welterweight too. Okay. With one belt. Got forget forget their opinion. Skill wise, who's your favorite? Mm. Uh, I'm dead. Spence. He fought the harder competition. Uh, Come on, Tyler. We got to watch the movie. So I believe in him. You know, he came from a car accident, fought Danny Garcia, and that was like a 50 50 fight. He proved that. He came back from an eye injury, fought a tough Cuban dude that just beat Manny Pacquiao. So I was skeptical about that. He, he showed me he was real good. Crawford has not fought one fighter that was in his prime or that is going to the Hall of Fame from 135 to, to 140. He's been fighting all like has-been guys. We can't, I can't argue that point. You look at his um, his boxing record, that's about true. Hmm. Yep. Spencer's had the tougher competition so far. So I wouldn't trust him being that he's older. He's never been in a war like that. I wouldn't trust him in a fight where Sprint's I know Sprint's gonna bring that war to him. I don't know what he gonna he really haven't taken a punch from a welterweight. Who who Crawford? Yeah, he really haven't taken a, a, a real punch from somebody that's in in their prime and that's elite like that. What I was trying to say, I meant to say that he hasn't fought an elite fighter. He's fought fighters that was has been, you know, like Bob Irm is probably one of the best uh, promoters out there because he'll just put you in line and, and, and have you on that network and they just be selling these fights and stuff, you know, but once you break away, you're going to have to fight. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, fellas, let's see if we can um, keep this under an hour. Let's go to our last segment, which is the swerp of the week. <laughs> Again, swerp of the week. A swerp can be anything. It can be a, uh, somebody tripping and falling. It can be somebody doing something dumb. It can be somebody doing something nice or good. For us, it's probably going to be somebody doing something dumb. So let's go with the swerp of the week. Cedric, you kick this off. Quick quick swerp of the week just happened. <laughs> just, it just happened. And <laughs> first podcast. He doesn't charge his phone up so he can stay for the whole thing. Swerve of the week first, right off the bat. Oh my God. And didn't stop to plug it up. Swerve of the week. Who your swerve of the week, Jared? I'm going to throw this out. I know you guys probably might have a take on this. It just, the story just broke. Kyrie Irving just got suspended for five days because he wouldn't say that he was not anti-Semitic. You know, this is his second, that I know about, second controversy. First it was the vaccine, now this. How do you guys feel about um, Kyrie Irving? Would you have just said, hey, I'm not anti-Jew? Just apologize, you know, for the statement he made about that that book or movie that he was talking about. 
or do you hold your ground and, and ride it out? He, to me, Jerry, he's, he's a, you, that's a good point. That's a good swerp of the week. Cause he just, he all over the place, man. Just apologize. Keep it moving. He's, right. he's like one of those guys that think he's always the smartest in the room. Mm-hmm. So we think he's highly intelligent <laughs> and, and he, you know, we just gotta, you make a mistake and you gotta keep it moving. Right. So I, I, in my opinion, he's just, that's what he do. Play basketball, man. I mean, you don't want to shut up and play basketball, but just, but stay in your lane on some stuff. That's just, that's just way over the top. He, he's just way too much for me. So I, I agree with that swerve. Definitely. I think it's like a power move for him. And I think, um, the people in power love taking intelligent guys and trying to break them. You know, to me, this has nothing to do with damn basketball. You know what I'm saying? And and it's important for them to always have their athletes do interviews right after the game, whether they win, they lose, you know, so they got emotions involved. I think those athletes just doing too much, you know, and, and for him, when I listen to him, yeah, you're 100% correct. He he really reminds me of, of Kanye a lot. You know what I'm saying? He really reminds me. He, he has a different type of thought. And that's nothing bad or nothing like that because here in this country, we're supposed to have free speech, but we clear see, we clearly see that there's no such thing as free speech when you when you are a working person. You know what I'm saying? When you're getting paid, you got to watch what you say. And you have to protect your brand. And that's not no shot at your manhood or anything of that nature. You don't owe any of your family members. You have to you have to walk that line. You have to play this, play this game, their game, because it's their rules just to get that money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you have to bite your tongue and hold your tongue. You shouldn't, as an athlete, you should never reveal who you really are, even though they want to ask you and stuff like that. You should never reveal who you really are, you know, and how you really how you really think. Keep that barbershop talk in private. You know what I'm saying? But but when you're professional, you know, you, you keep it with the bubble gum answers and stuff, you know. All right, fellas. We made it to the end. Just over an hour. We did a lot better this time. Um before we nah, go, my swerp of the week. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My swerp of the week. I'm sorry, my fault. Is either between I'm trying to debate is it between Terrence Prophet and that line ass video? <laughs> Or whoever killed Takeoff in, in Houston. Uh, whoever took that video, I hate I saw that, but that whole thing was just tragic to me. So I would lean more towards the Takeoff. Whoever shot that, whether that was his man or enemy, however that goes, that's that's worth, man. You know, that that's worth how, how them guns got drawn like that off of conversation and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Whoever did that, he's done. You know, they have his picture already. You know, it's on TMZ. His his face and him holding the gun. Yeah. So was he part of the crew? I don't know. Uh, still coming out. Yeah, still coming out. That's great. All right, we made it to the end. Um, rate, like, subscribe. If you wait a couple more seconds, you'll hear a takeoff slash Migo tribute mix at the end of this podcast. Again, we we send our um. Condolences out to his family. He was only 28 years old, shot over and killed over nothing. So rest in peace, take off. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. All right. All right, fellas. That's All right. it. Peace. All right. Peace. Searching for the bag and the prize. Hey. On the mission, looking for them bad guys. Can't run no play over my head, I'm real wise. Look at his eyes, why I think he traumatized. Take me as a joke, I'ma hang him on the road. Cause where I'm from, we don't play like that on our side. No. Better not free, cause we know you gon' choke. choke. Top behind my back, where your shots backfire. I know you tried, but you never could survive. I see the fear that's in your eyes. Uh. Run like Ford, they're tryna hide. They criticize Run them Chanel's I felt them running from 12 Ain't made no commitment with none of you bitches Cause money you treating me well uh-uh. If nigga she show me a titty Right hand on the Bible I swear I won't tell I swear. If I get to play with that kitty I wonder how many platinums we gon' sell Album. Pop a perk and catch a feel Pop one. Now I cannot feel the wheel Whoa. My chest bag give me chills In the left hand of Richard Mill Not the watch but the price on the ice If you don't know what that is uh. Motorsport, Motorville Avoid the mission, that's a kill <laughs> Night call, that me shine with the lights off. Night, Night ball, I'ma spray like lights off. That that ain't my type now. That no. pipe down for a pipe y'all. I'ma need a kind with no flaw. Looking at my diamonds, no flaw. Neck water, faucet water, market birds, market. At pipe stocking. Next, keep biting. Next, wrist 
Rocky, wrist on Rocky, Rocky. Lot of niggas copy, huh? Name someone can stop me, no one. Bitches call me copy, bitch. Sachi, it's my hobby. Sachi, got it on a molly pocket, rocket from a wallet. One off in the chamber, ain't no need for me to cock it. Uh uh, niggas get the dropping when that Draco get the popping. All I want is cottage, roll a cigar full of broccoli. Cookie, no check, one off cash, nigga. I don't do the deposit. Uh uh, bitches cross the border, nigga. Bitches from the tropics. I'ma get that bag, nigga. Ain't no doubt about it, yeah. I'ma feed my family, nigga. Ain't no way around it, family. Ain't gon' never let up, nigga. Got set, show my talent, show young nigga with the hammer, working with the hammer, talking country grammar, nigga. Straight out North Atlanta, Northside. Dead shot, AK make your head rock, red dot, retro at your dead stop, lean on rocks, Perkins, Miley, Zanis, rocks, Oxycontin. Take off, I'm your mad dog. Take off. Leg lock. Leg. The key, I got unlocked the box. What's in that box? Huh? Don't tell them they might show the cops. Wrist watch. Abnormal, so I flood the clock. Money flop. Panties drop. That's when them titties pop. Free my pops. John Wick. Till they free as fuck the cops. Fuck. They know I geek a lot. They don't know I keep a Glock. Ain't been no drought. Where? They think I been sleep a lot. They think I'm dumb. They don't know I see the plot. See it. Fuck it, I see the night. Perkins said, bail on me. I saw my nigga, baby, chill with me. Them niggas that popped in the back don't say nothing. Them niggas are kill for me. Back as I count on my sleep, on flea. I can't spit on that paddy for leave. Bitch, I'm a dog in my tree. Hop out the frog and leave. I put them bricks in the fender. My bitch, she walk around like she Chris Jenner. I used to break in the Emma. Then take up running like the game of Temple. It's simple, I play with a mantle. Mama said she saw me on Jimmy Kimmel. Cause I'm a money symbol Walking with these rats I'm looking crippled Fuck on that bitch Then I temple. temple A nickel for me to take pictures nickel. Not from LA but I clip her Double my cup or a triple Fox on my body No biblical on my. I'm not your average or typical I'm not your... Look at my wrist And it's critical Look at the... Hold it up Dropping the temperature Dropping. I get that bag on the regular Bang. I got a bag on my cellular Brr. Back in the bag of them vegetables Bang. Bag of them cookies It's medical Cookie. Cocaine, codeine, etc Cocaine and lean is federal Why? Take off landing on Nebula. I said that's when the ends on my schedule. Take off. That first white is the paddock. Police. Bad white bitch with a fatty. You need smoking no cookies from granite. Trees. Pocket rocket, go go gadget. Go go. I make a play. Madden. John. I know it was some speculation about who the one, but we invented the dabbing. Fuck it, we just let them have it. Have it. Drink up for niggas with static. Static. I can do magic and make me a rabbit with using my carrots. Whoa. Gelato package, I'm drinking no active expensive habits. Yellow bitch, Pikachu. Camera top peeking at you. Look at you. Pickable, pickable, pickable. Pop me a missile. Hey, take me a picture. Flash. Get right with you. I'ma get right with you. Lit like Christmas. Like Christmas. White like tissue. White. Drink to a fish. Drink. Cut like scissors. Cut. Boy got wisdom. Wisdom. Fucking on vixens. Smack. Whole game itching. Yeah. Fucking with the wrong one tripping. Better run a stitcher for the tension. Hundred round drawn. Listen. Fucking run the end up missing. Get him knocked out for a ticket. How many young niggas do the sentence? Oh, man. Well, fuck the white, windy. Pick up the pipe and she get no penny. No. Rockstar living life, landing. You can do better, never settle. Keep a Beretta, can't sit the pressure. I tell the plug, mail him. Which way? That way. Tell him. Hey. Broke my wrist up in the pot. Breaking it. Trying to make a bigger night. Nah. Jalapeno block inside. Looking doctor from the cop. Twelve. Put a hundred in the stop. Hundred. Put a four up in the pop. So my Gucci on me hopping out with double G, they thinking I was wild. Dirty face, I got the brightly loaded. Now I can't even see the clock. Draco make a hard stop. Spit him like a pop tart. Spit him. Gucci golf suit, Tiger Woods in the back. Gucci golf cart. Heard you had to get a bread back, cause you couldn't get the sack off. Don't do it, do it. Intruder, I bust you.